1: You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Please do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's
2: what the poster said.
1: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie. Critics say exists to make you happy.
0: Trying to make out? No, because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May third. Rated PG thirteen.
0: Celtics fall to the Cavs, ninety-seven to ninety-one. This is the Garter Report on Celtics blog and CLNS Radio. <laughs> My name is Darren White. With me, as always, Evan and Jimmy Casano. And a new member of the crew tonight, the owner of, or co-owner of CLNS Radio, my friend, uh, my Nick Gelso. Thanks for coming on to the show, buddy. Pleasure to be here, here to my man. With you. Your hands are pretty sweaty. They are. Right well, with? I'm a little nervous. We're going uh, to <laughs> oh, uh, so <laughs> talk about the game. Jimmy, how could I wipe this off on your So we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about what Doc and Jet said after the game about facing the heat. We finally got them to say something. Uh, so we'll hear from them. Uh, from them, we'll go around the league. We talk to Kyrie Irving after the game, uh, or before the game actually, and uh, we'll actually take a look at the rebounding numbers, uh, just like we did last time. So yeah, we'll start on everything. that. Uh, Nick, you were sitting in the stands for this one, so you're right up behind the rim there. You got to see a lot of the rebounding action. I mean, what's what's the mm-hmm. issue with the Celtics rebounding? And I mean, Tristan Thompson obviously the Yeah, issue. Tristan
2: Thompson. But on top of that, Jared, box out. They don't box out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they reach. Um, the only guy that really boxed out tonight was Chavel Randolph. Everybody else kind of reaches. They don't shuffle for a position. They're not aggressive on the boards. And it's been the story all season long. Same story. We could repeat the same show over yeah. and over.
3: This is actually a clip from two weeks ago. It is. <laughs> we're pulling you.
2: Yeah, and that's the truth. They need to box out more. They were dominated on the boards. And, again, if Doc is going to preach pace, fast pace, what's the most important thing? Rebounding, outlet passing. Tonight, out-rebounded 58-42. That's
0: the story. Yeah, and Jimmy, I mean, they weren't getting the offensive re- – or they were giving up too many offensive rebounds, so they weren't getting into transition enough. And right. uh, They talked about that after the game. Uh, Cleveland 15-8 to on fast break points. I mean, that was the – let's see, that was a seven-point difference, and they won by six points. So, I mean, was the transition game the big issue for them offensively?
3: A little bit, and it's kind of interesting. When you look at the numbers, I mean, the Cavs didn't shoot great. I mean, they shot 40% from the night, even lower than that in the second half. So you'd think with all those misses, you'd be breaking out off those misses and getting out, but like you said, they're not a great rebounding team. I mean, the Cavs get in there for some offensive boards, for some second-chance points. Uh, The game was, was too slow, I think, for the Celtics at some points in the game. And the other thing that we didn't touch upon is, you know, without Pierce and Garnett, they really needed guys like Green and Bradley to step up and push the pace. Well, those guys were in foul trouble all game, so they really couldn't be as aggressive as they wanted to be for a lot of the
1: game, especially in the first half when both of guys, those guys picked up two early fouls. Yeah, I mean, you really touched on something talking about transition because both teams shot poorly. They were both identical, 36 for 89, 40%. So there's a lot of missed shots, a lot of opportunities for rebounds. And the Celtics got some boards, and they just kind of like stood around and then move the ball to the floor slowly, and then Jason Terry would chuck a three and miss. The Cavs, the Cavs would get rebounds, and they would get in transition, they would run, and they would get buckets in transition. The Celtics just weren't having any kind of activity to get to, to the rim. They were just kind of marching up the floor nice and slow yeah. and then chucking a jumper. It, it's, you know, they look like an old, slow team right now because they kind of are one, and that's what happens when you're an old, slow team against a young, fast team like Cleveland. You're, you're going to get smoked in terms of transition scoring. And, and one, one big surprise was that Kyrie
0: Irving did not have a very good offensive. He had a bad offensive. Yeah, let's hear what Doc had to say about that after the game.
3: You think you're going to win a game when Kyrie goes 4 for 20. He did make two
0: big ones, I think, down the stretch because that's what he is. Evans, Kyrie goes 4 for 20, and Doc
1: said you're supposed to win when that happens. Yeah, you are. It's true. And, and, you know, last time they saw Kyrie Irving was back in January, and Rondo was guarding him, and he went off for 40, and they didn't beat him then either. Uh, You know, this (laughs) game, you got Avery Bradley on Kyrie Irving, and Bradley did a great job. I think Irving made two threes. One was in transition, and one was off an inbound play. Bradley wasn't guarding him either time on either one of those shots. Basically, there were zero times where Kyrie scored on Avery Bradley. Mm-hmm. So it's really impressive defense. But, yeah, just the rest of the team didn't really do enough defensively to stop the Cavs as a team. Uh, you know, you, you can't just stop one guy and win the game. It's got to be a team effort.
3: And the thing about Irving, and like you said, I mean, Bradley did a really good job on him for most of the night. But when Bradley went out in the game in the fourth quarter with that injury, which was the bruised collarbone. Yeah. He comes back, and right as he comes back, there's Kyrie Irving on the court, hits that like small little fadeaway jumper to put the Cavs up. I think put him up by eight or something like that, just enough to really like end the game and end the Celtics' threat. So, I mean, that goes to show the type of player that Irving is. Like when he when he has an opening, when he sees the chance, you know, for him to make a difference. You know, he made the difference. And after a terrible shooting night, for him to come through like that, uh, you know, speaks volumes about him. So,
2: Joe, so let's boxing out. What's your stat of the night? Tristan Thompson, 17 rebounds, Jared, on a night where. Cleveland completely de- devastated Boston on the boards. Another team beats up on Boston. 17 rebounds. That's my stat of the night. He beat, he beat up on Jeff Green and Brandon Bass together. He out-rebounded two of our uh, front-line players and uh, made a fool out of our team again on the boards. So that's my stat of the night. That's a damn good stat. I know, J- Jimmy. Jimmy. You, Jimmy. I know. My stat Thank is you. a little more, just
3: as much depressing, I would say. The Celtics shot 32.6% tonight in the second half. They had a really good first quarter shooting. I don't have that number up the top. Shame on me. But I think it was in the 60% uh, in the first quarter. And then after that, it was just slowly, just you know, downhill. I mean, they only scored 39 points in the second half. So, despite um, playing decent defense in the Cavs in the second half, they didn't play any better offense. So that's why they lost. Uh,
0: 13 for 21, 62% I knew first it was quarter shooting. Plus. That's pretty good. Evans number. Uh, I
1: think I already mentioned this, but 36 of 89. The fact that both teams shot identical, I think that's, that's a really cool stat. You don't see it very often. Yeah. But, you know, when, when two teams shoot identical, it's going to come down to rebounds and second-chance points, and, of course, Thibon had a lot more of those, so that was the difference in the game. I mean, or w- three-pointers. Also bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> in free throws. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, th- I thought that was the coolest number of the night, as long as we got it out there. But for what me, did you mean? For me, the, uh, the fast-break points. Uh, 15 uh, for the Cavs, only 8 for the Celtics. And I don't... I mean, you look at the efficiency, Celtics go 3-for-6 on fast break, Cleveland 7-for-9, so there wasn't a drastic difference as far as how efficient they were. Uh, but the, the big difference was the opportunities, was that the offensive rebounding for Cleveland, it just prevented the Celtics from getting into transition. The Celtics are really predicated uh, on, especially without Rondo, as we were saying a lot in February when they were kind of fresh without Rondo and were really fast-breaking, they need to be able to get defensive rebounds and start transition off of defensive rebounds because their half court offense is, is it's a little bit in trouble right now. When you've got Jordan Crawford going three for 14 or six for nine, as uh, Doc Rivers would say, uh, but you know, I mean, they they want to be in transition as much as possible to cover up a lot of the issues that they have with Crawford trying to run point. Uh, so they they're going to definitely need to get better with offensive re- uh, defensive rebounding. As I said, I never talk too long. <laughs> of
1: course story. not. All right. Right. <laughs> each other so let's all. shut
0: me up, Nick. Who's your baller tonight? Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Who?
2: Can Who? Twenty nine points, seventeen
1: rebounds. Both career highs, by the way. Yeah,
2: ten of seventeen <laughs> from the field. Again, for all the reasons yeah. you just mentioned, uh, rebounding, et cetera, et cetera. Thompson's my player then. okay. Any disagreements from Thompson?
3: Yeah, well, I'm just gonna just to be different because I like to be different. I'm gonna say uh, I thought what the Celtics got out of Shaqly Randolph tonight in the amount of time that he played before he fouled out, which I thought was a travesty. When he fouled out in this game. Um, he <laughs> played smarter. I, I thought they, I thought the Celtics got a lot out of him tonight, and they're gonna believe it or not, they're gonna need stuff out of him down the stretch <laughs> and into the postseason. We stuff? didn't know who this guy was.
2: Yeah. Three months ago, Never a month knew who ago. who this guy
3: was until, until, like like you said, a month or two ago, whatever it was. And now, like, they actually need him to do stuff for them.
2: But Jimmy, also, too, he's custom. adding energy off the Oh, thing, yeah. And he's adding energy to the Garden. Right. The no, Garden he, gets excited when he's in the game. He's
3: doing what, what Doc wants, like, Chris Wilcox to do, which is, right.
2: like,
3: be he a presence much, down oh yeah. <laughs> yep. you know, box out, simple things like that. And He's the only guy
2: boxing out. And
3: they got, honestly, what they got, they got 16 points out of him tonight, which, that might be a career high for Randolph, but...
2: <laughs> it is.
3: It's a crowd for him, and, and they didn't expect any points from him. They just want him to go in there and be a force and be a presence and grab rebounds. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, anything you get out of him in the points department is a bonus. So, he's my, he's my you know, uh, silver lining player of the game.
0: But just, uh, you were saying that he's a crowd favorite. crowd loves three things. They love dunks, they love threes, and they love offensive rebounds. Yep. And he gives them one of those. What about white people? They love <laughs> I was going <laughs> there you nobody know, No one had to say it, right? yeah, 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 yeah. To be
3: honest. I, was, I thought you were going to say that, but... <laughs> yeah, the,
0: one of the three
1: things had to be. Okay, I was whatever. thinking
2: it, but I didn't say
1: it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, so Thompson for love, you? all fight on that one? Yeah, screw it. I'll go Avery Bradley. I know he's been a terrible <laughs> offensive player, but the fact that he held Kyrie Irving to four of 20 shooting, four of 20, yeah. he's Kyrie Irving. And, you know, Irving's yeah. a force in the fourth quarter every single game, and he scored, what, I think two in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter tonight. I mean, Avery was excellent against him, so. I'll and give him a defensive nod for player of the game. Yeah. All right, that's well, why you take the bad shots, because he, you know,
3: creates so many bad shots on the other way.
1: Yeah, if you could, if you could meld the offense of Jason Terry with the defense of Avery Bradley, you'd have the best guard in NBA history.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: you can't, so here we are talking about you, the defense. You would Avery have <laughs> not. You would Whatever. have Jeff Green.
2: Yeah, it's, there uh, you go. Great segue.
1: Why why isn't somebody investing in these
0: hypothetical NBA clone experiments that everybody always talks about? I don't know. They know. get the aliens from Space
1: Jam. I'm sure they have technology they can lend us. But.
2: The Monstars uh, are light years
1: <laughs> ahead of us in player development.
2: What did I get myself into here with you guys? A yeah, good question. question. <laughs> All right, well, uh,
1: on if we even
3: can let's even. go around the
0: league. Let's kind of set back, and we're going to take a look at the playoff standings because we haven't really done that too much uh, so far. The Celtics have... Always been kind of saying they're not looking at seating. Doc Rivers says he never looks at the standings, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Well, apparently he knows what the standings are because he was asked about it after the game. And uh, let's let's see what he said. And then uh, we talked to Jason Terry. Let's see what Jason Terry said.
3: I know we're in the seventh spot. Um, I know we want to stay out of the eighth spot. So there's a concern about
1: you know avoid you would like to
3: avoid Miami. Yeah, of course we would. I mean, but if we play them, we'll be ready. Well, he he
0: intimated that you guys would not want to face Miami in the first round. You know, you've been vocal about your uh, this case for Miami sometime this year. Yeah,
2: I don't care when we play them. Uh, we could play them in the summer league, rec league. It don't matter. Uh, that's just a special rivalry for me, and uh, should be for everybody else in this locker room. So. Uh, at one point or another, if we do what we're supposed to do, we will play them.
0: So, Evans, uh, they actually, they're not adverse to playing the Heat, but they finally admit what everybody's been saying for a while now. They obviously don't want to see the Heat. But there's yeah. not really a great there's not a great option as opposed to facing the Heat.
1: I think this team's been confident all year that they're better than the eighth seed in the East. They're not afraid of the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, and they're up two games on them, two and a half, I think, two in the loss column. I mean, they're, they're not really in danger of losing that seventh spot. Milwaukee's got a tough schedule. they got to finish the season with, I think, Denver and OKC.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they, they think they're going to finish seventh. They think they're probably going to play the Knicks or the Pacers, and they're right. Like, it's probably going to be Indiana or, or New York, and, and they're preparing for that, that eventuality, and, and that's where they are. Who do you want them to play? Who do I want them to play? I mean, I, I'm not a basketball fan. I'm just a writer. I, but, it doesn't matter all right. <laughs> No, 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 But, but <laughs> What's the Who best do they opportunity have the best, yeah, for yeah, them like Oh, that, that question. Yeah, yeah, the Pacers. I mean, the Pacers
3: are without you the You are a fan. Or... Don't act like you're
1: not a fan. What? You're no, a basketball don't fan. Don't give me that. No, no. You're not no. a
3: basketball
1: fan? I'm a basketball fan. I'm right? a basketball fan. I'm not a Celtics homer like some people. I'm well, just... I... I but if if you were then, I understand your question. Yeah, I don't think they want to play the Knicks right now. I mean, even without Amari, the Knicks are in such a flow. They're just moving the ball well, and they're they're scoring in such a free flowing style. Their offense has been great. The Pacers, you know, they've, they've been banged up all season. They're kind of not in the same rhythm. They don't have the same momentum. I think you can beat Indiana in the first round. The Knicks, that'd be tough.
3: Okay, uh, I agree with you. Where I don't think that they're going to play the Heat, and I don't want them to play the would want them to play the Heat. But I don't think that the Pacers are a better matchup than the Knicks. I think that if they're gonna get out of the first round, their best chances against the Knicks because last I checked, Carmelo Anthony, great player, but when it comes to the postseason, not the greatest player. J.R. Smith, great sixth man, a little bit of a loose cannon. You don't really know what you're gonna get. I mean he's great six man. I mean he could be he could be the sixth man of the year and he's a guy that they definitely have to you know, he's a matchup problem for their for their guards. But I think that when it comes down to it, the Pacers, if you do beat the Pacers, they're just going to beat the crap out of you because they're a very physical team. They are playing well. They just won four games in a row. They won their entire road trip. So they, do, they are going to be going into the postseason with some momentum. And I just think that if you can get by playing the Knicks, a team that doesn't really play that great defense, and maybe it's not as intense as it would be on both sides of the court, You know, maybe you go into the second round you know, less banged up than you would against the Pacers.
2: I'd have to agree with Jimmy, and and sorry Evans.
1: No, that's fine. You guys, I am you I am a
2: to too. fan too, and I just would love to see uh, New York Boston. I think it would be. And we know we've seen them play in the past. It's always uh, great games. True. Paul Pierce plays great at, at MSG. He yeah. Does uh, you know it's gonna? It would be completely hyped up by the media. It would be a fun matchup if if. If you're gonna go go for the best, we don't want to play Miami in the first round. But let's go. For, I would I would like to see him play New York, and I think uh, that they would have a good chance against
1: the Knicks. I don't like the size of Indiana and the physicality. Yeah. Here's a good question: Can you rank the big men that KG Leitz wants to see in the first round? I mean, between Hibbert, Tyson Chandler, Brook Lopez, Joakim Noah, right? Like, who's the scariest out of those four? Right. Uh, they're You'd all they're Chris all pretty scary. You. You'd rather <laughs> see Chris Bosh? <laughs> <out> well, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That means you're playing LeBron and Wade. I too, know. So, hey, let's not go there. No, but you're right about that. Right. that. That's a, that's a good point. I mean, point. They're, just, they're beastly, every last one of them. So yeah. there's going to be no easy matchups for, for KG or for this team. I mean, that's, right. gonna be Could that no play what. into why uh,
2: uh, they have decided to rest KG as long as they have on top of the injury? Would it be more rest along with the injury? I mean, yeah, the playoffs think are always so. hard. you got
3: to be rested so. no matter who yeah. you're playing. So, I mean,
1: yeah, it's, it's
3: definitely a factor. I think for the Celtics, though, you'd want to go against maybe the most offensively challenged big man just because...
1: So that would be Chandler? Yeah, that no, would that'd be, Hibbert. That'd be Hibbert. That would be Hibbert. But maybe, but but Hibbert Especially, he's been kind of falling right, off Right, but but, he's, but, but, uh, but hold lately hold he's been saying. turning it on. Been very good. Yeah, lately he's been turning
3: months. it on. He's definitely he a better a,
0: offensively than Tyson of Chandler. He had a
3: slow start. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, but he's, he's be, been turning it on. Hibbert's been, been
2: very good the last and couple And don't
3: forget, Chandler's banged up, too. So you get two banged up big men, you know, each
2: 45 years old. And they both play very similarly, I think, Chandler and Garnett.
3: Yeah,
0: defensive line, I I mean. The reason why I think they'd rather face a Knicks is because, and for one, I disagree with their thing about Melo. I think this year Melo has been much better than he really ever has been. No, he's been great. I think having Amari out of the way has allowed him to develop into a great post player. As we've seen in the last couple of match- matchups against the Celtics, he's an elite low post player all of a sudden. He's I mean, been unbelievable. You get him yeah. on the ISO on the, oh, on he, the weak side, he, right. he kills people. But Chandler is hanging on by a thread, too, right now. He's heard. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are kind of hanging on to their players right now very tightly. And tight they're
1: league. an old team. We're yeah. in 11 team. in a row with these players hanging on. No, so <laughs>
0: it's true. But when you get to the playoffs, you, I think I don't count 11 in a row in March and April. Mm-hmm as strongly as I would for most of the year,
1: especially so. because
0: they're, they're facing teams like the Celtics or the Heat where only half the guys are playing right now. The Heat doesn't play their starting lineup in, like, two weeks now, When is Bolster right. going to get fined?
3: Never. Oh, never. <laughs> he would, have, he would <laughs> no, ever against the Spurs if he was going to.
0: Yeah, no, he can do whatever they want. He can just, like, not show up for the game, and the other coach will
3: get. And they'll probably it. still win. Yeah, exactly.
0: Now. Don't get me started. We'd have to go... Another forty five. Oh, minutes we're close here. to forty five minutes. I'm sure by now. It's so the hopefully. longest garden report in a couple of weeks. We want to leave you with uh, one last gem before we go. Uh, Jimmy Toscano was able to get Uncle Jeff uh, just a beautiful reaction. We'll just let you see it on the tape. We'll play the question for you too. Uh, so for Evans Clinchy and Jimmy Toscano and my boss Nick Jelso, thanks for coming on the show. D-box. Guys, quick site announcement. Uh, exciting uh, announcement today to make. CLNS Radio has completely revamped the site and we launched today. Brand new, beautiful layout. Wow. Uh, yeah. Some pretty, Sexy. Yeah, it is sexually enticing for a website. I'm <laughs> it surprised. It even us look good. I'm very <laughs> surprised. Uh, but go, go check out the new clmsradio.com. It looks, it looks absolutely fantastic. The Garter Report always up on the top of the uh, front page. It, it's a great news site. I'm really excited to get to be a part of it. Uh, and, and I put up a new picture on my profile, so you'll get to enjoy it. All that. the more reason to. Yeah. to so, uh, we'll we'll, see, we'll <laughs> see you on uh, Sunday when the Celtics face the Wizards. They fall tonight, 97 and 91 to the Cavs. Uh, Celtics blog, CLNS Radio, we're out of here. Later.
3: Jeff, uh, yesterday KG said that he thinks that you could be one of the best players ever. He said that? Yeah. What are you, what's your reaction to that? And and. Yeah, And and he said that
1: ever <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan is
0: yeah. up there with him wow I mean coming from KG man is you know a lot of respect somebody who I look up to somebody who I you know try to follow some stuff. Uh, I mean, I've watched him since day once since I've been here you know his mentality in practice coming into games during games and I'm trying to take, take that on and put it in my game and uh if he says something like that, man, it's, wow. I, I didn't know he said that. Uh, that's, that's pretty big. But, you know, i got to continue to work. Uh, I, mean, I learned from him. I learned everything from him. And you know, I asked him questions. I going his phrase but uh,